Monday afternoon, and uh, I've got some information here that I find disturbing. And if you've been in a situation that uh, perhaps has had a similar resolution, you should uh, probably text me at 833-804-1140, I'm talking about interaction with the Small Business Administration. In this particular case, if I understand it correctly, Virginia resident denied the opportunity to participate in this uh, Small Business Administration loan because uh, he's not the right color. Joshua Thompson is the uh, vice president of legal affairs with the Pacific Legal Foundation, and uh, they're handling this case. Joshua, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Uh, first of all, is it true you've been in front of the Supreme Court and you've won? That is true. Yes. All right. Now, uh, before we move on to the important matter of this uh, particular legal action, what do you get for that? Do they give you, is there a special ring you get to have, a commemorative t-shirt? There's got to be something, man. I would walk around with a gavel in my hand all day if I was that successful. Well, I, I actually do have a gavel that I do walk around with, but that was not given to me by the Supreme Court. That was given to me by my mother. But <laughs> the Supreme Court does give you a feather, which they call a quill, uh, if you argue, not if you win or lose, but just by virtue of being able to go to the Supreme Court and argue a case, you get a quill. Wow. Well, listen, that's pretty quill. I mean, uh, cool. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Good for you, Joshua. I'm, I'm proud of you. All right, so tell me the story. Marty uh, Heyerholzer, I don't know if I'm butchering his name there, but Virginia guy who can't participate in this loan program? What gives? Yeah, Marty, he started a business in 2006 after serving the country for 22 years in the Navy, decorated that uh, became uh, disabled through his service, 60% disabled. And he wanted to get a, a, a apply for a small business administration uh, contract. So he started a business that provides services to different VAs and, and military contractors, a very small business that he started. And there's this program that's run through the Small Business Administration that sets aside certain contracts for small businesses, disabled businesses, and he uh, applied to be you know, eligible to bid on those contracts, but he was mm-hmm. told that he is not eligible to bid because he's not disadvantaged, disadvantaged enough because he's not of the right skin color, not of the right race. And so he was denied this opportunity to participate in this program specifically designed to help out small businesses like his because he was the wrong skin color. Well, now this is absurd. 22 years, you say he serves the country. He is uh, clearly... Uh, disabled as a result of that service, but he's not, quote, disadvantaged. What what exactly do we mean by disadvantaged? What do they mean by it? So they mean specifically race. Uh, now, there's, <sighs> if, you, if you are of a specific race, you're automatically considered disadvantaged. Now, if you're not of that race, if you happen to be white, non-Hispanic, then you have to go through a number of hoops to demonstrate social disadvantage, which apparently being a deep-sea diver for the Navy for 22 years and becoming disabled as part of your service didn't qualify him enough, as opposed to somebody who's perfectly healthy who just happens to be of a different skin color than he is. Wow. All right, so I'm sitting here, Josh, when I'm thinking of uh, friends of mine, uh, some of whom have this skin color, some of whom have that skin color. 
and, and I, I just cannot believe how insulting and demeaning this is that someone would say to some of my friends with this particular color, hey, you know, you're you're disadvantaged, and, and folks over here, oh, by the way, uh, you're not disadvantaged in any way, even though you left part of you on the battlefield or you don't have any <laughs> money. or I mean, it's just insane, for God's sakes. Yeah, you're right. Not only is it unfair to Marty, who's started up his – his, his business that he you know thinks that he can provide a service to our our nation's armed forces and our veterans um, that he started out of his own pocket but it's also you're right it's, it's condescending to those individuals who who need to get a leg up because they happen to be of a different skin color I think that it, right. it cuts both ways it's both unfair and and completely demeaning and condescending to individuals of other races. I want to remind everybody, Joshua Thompson's joining us. He's the uh, Vice President of Legal Affairs at the uh, Pacific Legal Foundation. So you guys have taken Marty's case. Where Where is it uh, in the process? We, we filed it uh, a couple of weeks ago, so it's very early. We are uh, hoping to get this entire racial classification within the Small Business Administration struck down as unconstitutional. Yeah. And so we have asked the federal court to declare this policy unconstitutional for a variety of reasons, most most prominently because it violates his right to equal protection under the law. All right. And this is going, uh, I'm sorry, it's going right to the Supreme Court or you know, you got to go through the federal courts first. We got to, we got to start from the ground up, but we're, <sighs> our aim is to get to the Supreme Court, of course. All right. And you're going to walk into these hearings with that damn quill. You tell them. I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> put these guys on notice. You know what you're doing. You know your way around the uh, uh, the court. So uh, what about the business? What exactly is the business, Josh? I mean, we're here in Virginia. I'd love to help out Marty any way I can. We've got a lot of vets that are listening to this program as we speak. Yeah, he provides he provides uh, both, both uh, goods and services to VA, uh, VA and Army suppliers. So it could be anything from from temporary jobs to uh, supplies, office supplies. And it's a, so, you know, it's a small business. It's less than, you know, X thousands of dollars that he makes in revenue, but he started it himself. He's very proud of it. And, you know, I urge all, all individuals who have dealings with the, with the VAs or other military contracts to, to look up MJL enterprises out of Virginia beach. All right. MJL Enterprises out of Virginia Beach. We'll get it up on our uh, social media as well. MJL Enterprises out of uh, Virginia Beach. All right. I'm I'm going to share that because I just I, I'm, I'm appalled that uh, he's being treated like this, particularly after his service. So for folks who maybe want to learn a little bit more about this, we've got a link to the story in the uh, in the Epic Times. But I know uh, Pacific Legal Foundation, this is Look, this is what you guys do day in and day out. You're helping people. What's the best way for folks to learn a little bit about the PLF? Yeah, I appreciate that. We, we, our website, pacificlegal.org, uh, we have all of our cases. We have over 120 active cases across the country from uh, Virginia to Washington, uh, meaning Washington State. It's all across the country, and we uh, take cases in equality and opportunity, which this case concerns, but also separation of powers, property rights. Um, you know, we're America's defender of liberty in the Constitution. Yeah. Well, that geez, that's not a big job you have, Josh. I mean, this is uh, <laughs> talk about uh, some heavy lifting. Uh, are people able to support the, your work or is that not uh, an option? Yeah, no, we are 100 percent. So we don't charge Marty or any of our clients a nickel. So we are completely funded by donors who support our work and want to see the Constitution defended and upheld. So, yeah, we are certainly welcoming of, of new New uh, donors who who value what we do, and you can donate on our website, or we certainly have uh, donation officers that can talk to you and, and help you out in that regard. 
Okay, and again, PacificLegal.org, the best way to do that. You got it. All right, well, Josh, here's what we're going to do. We're certainly going to share this story and uh, have plenty of links to the website, but I'm also going to encourage my listeners to uh, to step up to the plate and help help out, make a donation to Pacific Legal Foundation. It's just such vital work that you're doing, and uh, you've got to clearly have a, a skill set that most of us don't have. So we, we appreciate what, uh, what you're doing and the rest of the team at uh, PLF are doing. I, I really appreciated that, and, and thank you for having me on to be able to tell this story. This is how we reach people, how we can do more of the great work that we're doing is to be able to get on the radio and tell our stories and tell Marty's story. So thank you so much. You bet, Josh. We'll, uh, we'll talk with you again soon. That is Joshua Thompson. He's the Vice President of Legal Affairs at the Pacific Legal Foundation, pacificlegal.org, pacificlegal.org. This is a terrible case to talk about, isn't it? I mean, it's important that we talk about it, but you think about the circumstances. 22 years, Marty is a deep-sea diver for the Navy. And as a result of 22 years underwater and compression and all the rest of it, he's disabled. And he starts this business to help other veterans, puts his own money into it. He's not asking you for uh, a donation or me for a donation. He's offering a service as a business. And like every other business says, you know what? I, I might be able to grow this a little bit. What's, what's the term that's in vogue now? Scale. I could scale this. Okay. Well, good. Good for you. And he goes to the small business administration. They say, no, I'm sorry. Can't help you. Well, they, didn't even, they don't even say, I'm sorry, do they? They just tell them no. Nope. Not going to help you because you're white. Sorry, you're white, so therefore you are not disadvantaged. And the fact that you're disabled clearly disabled, as determined by another government agency, the VA, that doesn't matter. It is absurd. Look in your circle of friends. Because if you're part of this program, I can guarantee you that you have friends that are black, that are white, that are Asian, that are Latino, because those of us who are conservatives don't assemble people by group identity. That's what the leftists do. You and I have friends, and we go, oh, oh yeah, so-and-so, that's, that's right. Now, think about it for a second. That dear friend of yours who is incredibly successful, went to the best schools, uh, makes uh, a million dollars a year. They happen to be black. Now, you're not friends with them because they're black. just so happens to be. Now, you are told, and they are told, oh, by the way, you are, quote, disadvantaged. What would the response be? I'm thinking of some of my friends, and I think the response from some of my friends would be, I think you sent this to the wrong person, or you're talking to the wrong person, or maybe you've got me confused with someone else uh, because I'm in perfect physical health, and, and I went to great schools, and I make really good money. So, sorry, I'm not disadvantaged. And then I'm thinking of some other friends of mine whose skin happens to be white, who have disabilities, who don't have any sort of education, who are perhaps physically disabled, and economically, they don't make a lot of money. They're not making a lot of money. But you're telling me they are not disadvantaged. Pure insanity. Bat crap crazy. Only in D.C. could that crap make sense. 345, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRBA.